Hi, I'm Simon Hill, and you're watching Purebred Reds, Adelaide United Fan TV. Hi, I'm Daniel Mullen, former Adelaide United player and Asian Champions League winner with Western Sydney Wanderers. When it comes to any of my soccer needs, I do my shopping here at Soccer Locker. An Australian owned and operated business, the store is located at Shop 5 of 181 to 183 Grange Road, Finden. Founded in 2017, Soccer Locker was introduced into the market to fulfil all the soccer related needs of Australians, providing a huge range of quality clothing and equipment ranging from soccer balls, team kits, goalkeeper gear, accessories and much more. Recently arrived stock also includes stunning retro kits from some of our favourite past eras as fans of the world game. Soccer Locker is a specialist in Premier Range Boots, Adidas and Puma, goalkeeper gear and licensed merchandise. Visit us online at www.soccerlocker.com.au with free delivery Australia wide. So get shopping now at our Finland store, open from 10am to 5.30pm from Monday to Friday and open Saturdays from 9am to 3pm. G'day guys and welcome to the Purebred Reds Adelaide United Fan TV. I'm your host Ellis Gelios coming to you today with a preview of the original derby and what a match it's going to be. Joined by longtime passionate supporter and regular Purebred Reds contributor Chris Adams from Melbourne. Chris, how you doing? Yeah, good. All sported out already. Um, I've been to a few sports games already. It's uh, Melbourne during winter or this sort of period is pretty fantastic. You've got like four games of footy every day and then A-League as well. So, so yeah, we're, we're getting uh, my sport fix for the year in this weekend. Yeah, I'm very keen for, for today. Good stuff. Good on you. And tell us just what the mood's like over there amongst Adelaide United fans. You're obviously travelling with plenty of fans today. Oh, mate, it's, I, I actually have never seen more South Australians just randomly in Victoria uh, in one point. Because um, today there's Port Adelaide playing Collingwood and then United playing Victory afterwards. So I've just been walking around. I'd bumped into three South Australians in our hotel lobby just like through random conversations. And uh, I, I have never felt more at home in, in Victoria before. So uh, there are South Australians. If I, I was, I've been wearing my Moles Balls kit here and there, and I've had people from across the road call out to me and say, "Yeah, come on, United," and stuff like that. And so, it's, uh, I feel like we're really invading this town at the moment, and I'm loving it. I'm loving hearing that. Dob in some of the some of the more uh, notable fans that you're travelling with or that you're hanging out with in Melbourne at the moment. Get it on the record. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've just got uh, you know your usuals. The uh, Antonis, uh, my good friend Antonis Pagonis, um, Robbie Matheson's traveling over, Greg McKellar, uh, Taylor McClement. Um, that's such a big contingent of, uh, of United fans. So it's, uh, it's looking to be a really big one. And I I'm absolutely excited for this one today. Well, Chris, let's get straight into it. It's a 5.40 p.m. kickoff at Amy Park tonight. And in terms of squad news, uh, there's been a few people that have been named. Joe Coletti, Yaya Dukali, Michael Jakobsen, and Pacific Nyonga Bire. Interestingly, Mohamed Toure has been left out, uh, did not travel, played in the MPL with his brother yesterday. Now, Chris, let's discuss all things relating to this game. I just want to ask, so the game against Perth Glory, uh, 
it must have been quite a draining loss, not just because of the fact that we obviously missed out on three very big points, but to dominate a game of football for that entire first half, really should have had it in the bag and then end up losing and having to travel straight after going from west to east in a matter of days must be very, very draining and taking a toll on the players. I think so. Um, I'm hoping to see a, a response after that that Perth Glory game because I feel like in the last few weeks, um, we're just sort of making so many chances and obviously we're only been taking one of them. But one game, it's going to come where I think we're just going to absolutely explode and score three or four like we were um, like we were in that six-game run where we were scoring probably three or four, game, uh, three or four goals every game. Uh, that Perth game, look, I, I don't need to sort of recap, but everybody knows how it played out. Uh, it's disappointing, obviously, and it was a really key game, but we just need to make sure we've got three games left. One of them's away, and it's a, certainly a winnable one, and the last two are home. So we need to s- just make sure we put that behind us. Hopefully, get a bit of rotation in the squad as well, because uh, I- I'd-, I'd like to see some couple of boys who are doing well in MPL couple of the players who are sort of on the fringe of the squad. I think think it's time that we sort of do a little bit of rotation. Uh, so hopefully we see a bit of that today and um, see some some fresh legs. How do you think Carl Veer would have gone about managing the team post-game in Perth? Because obviously you can get the hairdryer treatment out after you don't win a game that you really should have won. But when you're in this position where you've got to travel straight after, you haven't been rotating the squad that well, and you've got to go play a massive game against the biggest rival uh, where three points is is really quite vital for Adelaide United, really. Do you think he almost was obliged not to give them that kind of treatment and just, just sort of give it more of a pass to the players because of the fact that you just need them on site as much as possible going into this big game? Well, you hear... Um... Everybody says that coaches only probably have three or four big sprays every season after a, a bad performance. And I think that now, especially, as you said, we, we've got games coming so quickly. It's the second or third week in a row that we've had a midweek game. And there's no point trying to pin it on the players to lose that morale because if you, if you start losing your head as well as your, your bodies, because the bodies are obviously very sore from that travel, um, then all of a sudden you've got a recipe for disaster. So it's, uh, I think it's just hopefully been a more positive attitude. It's let's recognize what we've done, learn from our mistakes if we can, and, uh, and look to the, the quick turnaround and just try and recover and just try and get mentally prepared for, for Sunday. Um, and uh, ultimately, I hope that the play, playing squad is in, in good morale ahead of this game. Now, you mentioned squad rotation before. Al-Hassan Toure played last night in the NPL. So can we expect to see Cassini Yangi play 90 minutes today, considering the injury of Tommy Urich? And how do you think he'll line up today? That's a very good question. I think um, undoubtedly Jakobsen will start in, uh, at the back. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to see Moroni start as well. Uh, Javi Lopez, again, I, I think we really, really, we really need to shake it up a bit. Uh, so I'm not sure about our midfield because our midfield we've we've been certainly changing a few players. I think Mork. I, I think Mork starts if he's not carrying an injury. So we could see potentially four or five changes, and I'm not sure about the forward line, but certainly the likes of uh, Goodwin and Halloran last last week against Perth looked very very tired, especially in that second half. And it actually looked like I'm not sure. Maybe it was something that the commentators picked out. I think Goodwin actually. 
Um, he looked good, looked fantastic, as always. He looked a little tired, so I'm not 100% sure about that. But it's just something that the commentators picked out. Um, but we could potentially see, like, I'm not sure who played in NPL last night, apart from Al-Hassan and Hamature, but could be looking at maybe a, a Yaya Dukuli or a Pacific Nyongabiri play. And I think um, it's been a long time coming for those two because uh, they played a lot off the bench and starting games earlier on in the season and then this sort of middle to late bulk of the season they haven't been playing at all I'm, I'm a big fan of, of uh, Nyong'a Biri I want to see him play whether it's 30 or 40 minutes or it's him starting tonight to shake it up and I also think it's worth seeing Yaya Dukuli play because he's been fantastic in MPL. I've watched him almost every week this season and uh, I think he's been one of our, our better players so if we're looking at a perspective of we need to rotate we're coming up against our biggest rivals, but they're bottom of the table and they're having their worst ever season. It's not the worst game to bring in a couple of these MPL players. who they, We know that they can do a job on the senior level, but it's not the worst thing to do to bring them in in this game, especially when we need to rest some, some senior legs. Think about what you're saying, though, Chris. Are we in a bit of a precarious position here and one that we've never been in before, travelling to Melbourne to play Melbourne Victory, our biggest rival, where we are actually in a position where... Uh, it's incumbent on us to get three points. If we don't get three points today, top two is basically done and we could be clinging on to top six come next weekend if we don't win today in Melbourne. So considering that dynamic and the fact that we've never really had it in the past, are we in a bit of a precarious position and is it dangerous to go with the lack of experience like you suggested there just before? No, I, I'm, I stand by exactly what I, what I said. I think... Um, I would have no issues if we, we start rotating because we can afford to do it against Melbourne Victory. I think like last week they had somebody, I think it was Barnett playing it right back out of position. He's a midfielder. If they do the same thing tonight, if they have players playing out of position and whatnot, and they have Lee Broxman's centre-back, um, stuff like that, then why wouldn't, you, why wouldn't you try and rest some legs? In, if it doesn't work in the first half, bring our senior players on in the second and try and try and make it make it come good but we're, we're in a very as you said it's a precarious situation but it's an interesting one because i feel completely in control at the moment i feel like we are we we can actually afford to rest some legs and and really play with the squad a little bit because we're not playing a top four team i know victory are have shown some signs of improvement but they played on the same night as us in perth they're going to be weary as well and they've got a, a way more injury hit squad than we do. So we, we can afford to to play some younger players. And uh, I, I stand by what I said just then. It's a members recognition game for Melbourne Victory tonight. Uh, also, I believe it might be the, the last big game they sort of play this season at home. Uh, are you expecting Victory to be up for this one or certainly a lot more up for it than they were the last time we met? Mm, I think so. Um, they didn't put out, they didn't put a particularly good showing in against. Uh, I think they played Sydney recently, or whoever it was. They didn't really offer that much. So I'd, I'd expect that if we can start, I know we'll be hopefully rotating, but tactics should be the same. Should be get out early because we had a very slow start against Victory last game. Should be getting out early, trying to push them and trying to actually take a couple of these chances because if we take a couple of chances. Um, we go one or two nil up in the first half. They're going to have to start chasing. And we know how poor defensively they are. So 
they start chasing the game in the second half. They're going to leave holes. And that's when, if you leave the experience on the bench, you bring the experience on and you go into game management mode and make sure you see this result out and maybe get a couple goals. Or if you start the experience, then you bring on a couple of your young players and then get them on the counter-attack. It's, there are so many different ways that we can approach this game. And uh, I'm, I'm confident for the first time in a very long time that, that we can hopefully, um, hopefully get a result. Got to ask you for a prediction, Chris. I know it's a bit silly because uh, you always predict an Adelaide United win, being the fan that you are. But uh, got to ask you, who wins? I don't see any other result other than a win for us. Um, <laughs> hope that doesn't come back to bite me. I think I think tonight we'll we'll get some more goals, and we've that we've seen the last few weeks. It's been sort of building up. Had a lot of uh, wasted attacking energy that that is eventually going to just sort of explode. And uh, I'm thinking tonight it's going to happen. So I reckon we'll we'll get three three goals at least. Who scores? I think Yengi. Um, he's guaranteed. I'm sure he's guaranteed to start, um, especially with no Al Hassan or Mohamed Toure in the squad. There's no other striker that we can start. Uh, I think Yengi scores and uh, and Craig and maybe Steph because I think I'm sure Steph should be starting today. So I think um, those those three are probably going at least one of them will score well chris we got to let you get off to the pub thanks so much for joining us enjoy attending the game tonight at amy park should be an absolute blast no worries mate thank you for having me thanks for watching guys enjoy the game